Okie dokie, what's up noobs? I am Joe Nubo. Sunny from SE Sports. And this is the NF Podcast Live with yours truly and featuring Sunny from SCG Sports, as he just stated. Uh, we're still working on the intro. We don't have a perfect thing going on. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> we'll see. Anyways, guys, thank you all for those that have been patient. Um, we did have to start a little bit late. You know, just stuff happens. Um, Nuo was wanna... getting his makeup ready. <laughs> he doesn't want to say it, but, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, just you got to cover up those pimples, you know. I, I, I just don't feel confident about it. Anyway. You, you know what? I was just noticing now that the beer's back, and I, I have yeah. been. <laughs> <laughs> It's starting to grow back. Yep. It's it's getting there. I'm not sure. I'm still still not sure if I should shave or not. Probably not because everybody said that I look better with a beard. Um and you know, everybody was, you know, they, they had their jokes, which is fine. <laughs> I don't mind it. Whatever. Anyway, so all right, guys. Lots of stuff to talk about today. Of course, we're gonna be previewing this Sunday's upcoming game, a very exciting game. A battle of two young goats, Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson, the Texans versus the Ravens in Baltimore. Texans coming off a bye should be a great game, I think. Um, so we're going to be previewing that. We're also going to be talking about a little bit about tomorrow's game, the Steelers and Browns, the Clownies game. Um, and we're also going to be giving you our top five teams in the NFL, who we believe Basically, I've been seeing a bunch of power rankings and I'm getting sick of it. I'm like, you know what? We're going to do our own top five teams. Let's tell you how it really is. Absolutely correct. You cannot argue with our rankings because we're right. Okay. Anyway, so first things first, thank you guys for joining. Make sure you guys hit that like button. If we get over 100 people in here, you guys already know how it is, man. We better get 100 likes minimum Always, every single stream. That's 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 the way it has to be, or else we're just, or else I'm just gonna stop the stream. No, I'm just playing. But anyways, so why don't we start off with talking a little bit about last week's game or Sunday's game, where we actually destroyed the Cincinnati Bengals? And I gotta say, I didn't expect that at all. I I expected it to be a lot closer than we might have thought, and maybe it's because. You know, I've been watching the Ravens for a while and and I've gotten I've gotten used to like being disappointed, I guess. So every game I go in and I'm like I'm tempering my expert expectations. I'm like, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, we should win this game, but I'm not entirely sure. Like, I feel like something's going to happen. But with this team. Like I want, I do want to feel positive, but just so many years of being a Ravens fan, I'm just not allowing myself to be positive and think this is a great team because then I, I just feel like I'm going to be disappointed. So uh, do you know what I'm saying, Sonny, or am I just I being got you. pessimistic? No, I, I, you are being pessimistic, but okay. I, got you. Okay. I got you to the, the reality is I'm at this point thinking we're due a loss, right? Mm-hmm. We're definitely due a loss. Yeah, you, you, and you want that loss to be before the playoffs. So. Yep. That's true. So if, you know, if we do have a loss, it would definitely, I would be a lot better if it could be in the regular season. And I do think that this upcoming game is the scariest remaining game uh, on the schedule. I've talked about that in length. We'll get into that though. Um, Abdul, wrong ones. Abdul, thank you so much for the donation. He says, what up fellas? This Lamar Ravens hype is insane. 
It absolutely is, Abdul. It's crazy. I mean, honestly, I don't remember anything like this for being a Ravens fan. I mean, you know, aside from our defense, our defense, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Suggs, that's always been what we've been about. But never in my life as a Ravens fan have we been about offense. Never. And never. And the amount of points we're scoring, it's just crazy, man. I actually saw something today that I think we've scored the most points in the season so far through 10 weeks. I think it was like 300 points. Um, just incredible, man, because we never see this type of offense. And it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's definitely been a weird season, but a good but good weird, you know, something that has me very excited to be a Ravens fan, no doubt. So, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Um, so getting back to Sunday's game, let's talk about, I mean, it was just, it, it was pretty much. It's a thumping. It, yeah, it was just I, not much to say. Pretty much any time we had the ball on offense, it was going straight to the end zone. Like, that's exactly how it felt. It felt just immediately as soon as we got the ball on offense, whoop, we drive right down the field like nothing, just slicing through butter. It was like nothing. Um, and a lot of people were actually talking about the defense, how they didn't really play that well. I don't think that, I think they played pretty decently. You also have to think that Michael Pierce was out and he is a huge piece on that D line, which is why we gave up a lot of rushing yards, but also they, they actually dominated time of possession. The Bengals did. I don't know if you saw that. I think they had like 36 minutes and, um, so they had the ball for a long time. They had the ball most of that game. They just couldn't really score that much. So, I mean, this whole narrative that we have to have time of possession and control the clock, I don't think it's true anymore. I think that our offense is that explosive that we can just go down the field like nothing and score immediately. So so let me disagree on a couple of things here. Okay, please. Um, our defense, and if you go to my website, I I, uh, I graded the, the team. D-line linebackers, in my opinion, had a soft game. You're going to tell me that the 30th-ranked team put 130 yards mixing. It's crazy because, in theory, and what I wanted the Ravens basically was play bump and run with the corner or with the receivers and just maintain that rush, no rushing lane, just choke that run. And mixing, I needed mixing to average. What, what do they average throughout the year? They're averaging 70 yards. If he averaged 70 yards, I was I would have thought that was a lot. They had a rookie QB that is not accurate beyond 10 yards or hasn't been accurate beyond 10 yards. You wanted that team to just collapse. And I know Pierce was gone, but again, this is the 30th rank mm -hmm. uh, rushing attack. 138 yards was too much. Uh, the time position, I really didn't care about this game because the reality is we scored quick. And then they took some short pass, and they were running the ball well. So, obviously, that's going to sway the time position. Our running backs weren't amazing this game, but the reality is we barely ran them. But on offense, everything came in easy. On defense, on the other side, that D-line needs to do better. They need. To, I know Pierce was gone, and he, it, he is going to be gone, and they need to do better. If you think about it with the Texans, and I know we, we're going to talk more in depth with the Texans later, but the Texans right now rank on, on rushing attack fourth. Hmm. So Yeah, Carlos Hyde and uh, Duke Johnson have been a deadly combo, that's for sure. Yep. Um, but I, I get what you're saying, you know, that the Bengals definitely did put up a lot more rushing yards than you would like to see. 
But at the same time, Mixon, he carried the ball 30 times. So they really put an emphasis on, okay, Mixon, we're just going to give you the ball. Go run with it. And he did. And he did put up, I think, 115 yards. But that's only 3.8 yards per carry. So to me, I get it. It's concerning a little bit. But I, I just feel like I'm not too concerned about it because I think we were limiting scoring. And that's what it's all about, man. That's what playing defense is about, in my opinion. I don't know. I thought the game plan should have been stop the run because this kid is not doesn't know what it was coming. Hit him hard, pressure him, and then from there, you know, with no running game, he's gonna be forced to turnovers, which he did. He had turnovers. Trying to see, Mixon ran three point eight yards, so that's not terrible, mm-hmm. the average, but. I don't know, man. I was I was disappointed. I'm I will say that I was disappointed that they allowed a hundred plus on Mixon on a 30th because and that's and now what are you gonna think with Watson? They're gonna probably clip 150 plus. Yeah. And that's concerning because now you dictate that um play action, you well, dictate a lot of things when you control the line. I think I mean a lot of it had to do with Pierce being out, in my opinion, and I think that's why we ended up signing Pecco and uh, Justin Ellis, as we saw. So to add more depth to that D line, because maybe they felt, oh crap, we're kind of getting uh, ran over a little bit without Pierce on the field, so we need some D line depth, um, and that's what it looked like to me. So hopefully Pierce is able to be healthy for this game. To me, I think he might not be because I was concerned. The f- I thought he was going to be fine because I had heard he wanted to come back on the field in the game. But then as soon as they made those signings, Justin Ellis and Domata Pecco, I'm like, oh. yeah. I'm like, maybe he's not fully healthy, you know? So it, maybe it's 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 an injury that's a little bit more, uh, we should be more concerned about it than, than we are. But I mean, uh, I'm not too concerned about it, honestly. I, I could understand why maybe you and others would be but i mean if we're scoring like that on offense does it really matter <laughs> like to be honest true but not all defense are the Bengals defense either right yeah that's true but i mean what's crazy is that everybody was saying well um the second time a team sees you guys they do a lot better and guess what the Bengals have seen lamar jackson three times and they have not been able to stop him any single time so I'm just saying, you know, it's easier said than done. It really is. Um, Abdul, thank you once again for the donation. He says, also, every time the analysts talk great about us, they seem to bring up the Browns game. Yeah, we see them twice. It was an anomaly. It's week 11, not four. So that's something that I always say that they don't talk about. Our defense was like completely different in week four compared to now. It's it's pretty much an entirely new defense, new players. Um so that's something that they don't bring up. And I understand you look at it, oh, my God, the Browns just destroyed the Ravens in week four. But teams change, man. Teams get better. Teams start to come together. They really start to play to play a lot better. Plus, we've made so many different signings. Like, I, like I'm saying, this defense is not at all the same uh, as that that team was against the Browns and the Chiefs. So I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a dumb, weak argument, in my opinion. It's just another... Another uh, example of what shows you that they just don't watch Ravens games. I completely agree. By the way, we have 100 people watching. Please just 
get that right. like button um, on fire. Just smash that like. Uh, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> Destroy the like button. Get us to 100 likes right now. This so, is not a free show. It, <laughs> you have to pay with likes. No, I'm just so uh, against the clownies, we didn't have LG4. Bynes wasn't there either. Mm -hmm. B-Will wasn't there. Yep. Jimmy Smith wasn't there. So mm -hmm. you're talking about one, three, four starters of the mm -hmm. 11. That's yep. huge. That is huge. Tony Jefferson was playing. Come on. Don't be this in my boy <laughs> like that. Don't be this in my boy I'm like sorry, that. I'm sorry, Sonny. I'm sorry. I, I had to say it. Anyway, so um, so there's that. I mean, we absolutely destroyed the Bengals as we were supposed to do. I'm glad that it was not a trap game. I was saying that it could be because, you know, I saw the Bengals are coming off a bye. Uh, they just changed quarterbacks. They could possibly rally around him. So I'm glad we were able to do what we needed to do. And that's take care of business. And, you know, I do believe we are a better team than the Texans coming up. And I know a lot of I do have some Texans fans in here, and I'm sorry, but that's just what I believe. However, I think that they have a chance to beat us, as I've been saying, because of Mr. Watson, Deshaun Watson. But let's not get into that just yet. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add about last week's game? No, I mean, like I said to everybody, um, the reality is this game that we just passed as a fan, not as a player, as a fan felt like a buy. I mean, yeah. after the first couple minutes, you were relaxed. This yeah. usually doesn't yeah. happen. I was just chilling, kicking back, you know, enjoying, just joking, which, you know, mm -hmm. I joke burly during the game because I'm like in the edge, oh, right? Yeah. So um, it felt like it was it was chill. I mean, it's the bungles. I asked my, if, if you guys haven't seen my video, my daughter called them the bagels. <laughs> she's like oh the bagels and no no and i was like you know what yes the bagel they and, are the bagels and she was like yeah because ravens eat bagels <laughs> <laughs> there you go i, I, like I, I was like i couldn't make this stuff up you're oh, awesome <laughs> i like that the bagels and they probably because they have a lot of holes i mean i i see i see the way your daughter's thinking i, I mean they that. had that over and yeah the, and the start, <laughs> they had true. that bagel there starting yeah. that record Yep. So that's true. That's true. I see the way your daughter thinks, man. She's a smart girl for sure. Anyway, so um, let's move on to tomorrow's game. Why don't we go ahead and cover that real quick? By the way, before we talk about that, Sonny, why don't you go ahead and let them know what's going to go go down tomorrow? Okay, guys. So tomorrow, you go, I don't have the edge like noobs <laughs> used to have. Um, I, I do my preview of the game, but next, not next week, tomorrow, we have a special preview of the game. We're going to start at 7.30. So the hour before the Ravens, not the Ravens, the, the Clowns and Squealers play, We, me and Nubo, I invited Nubo to be part of this. We're going to be talking, debating, uh, good back and forward. You guys know I do behind enemy lines. So we're going to do behind enemy lines live with mm -hmm. uh, the Texans from um, Lost on Texans. That, that podcast is too two uh hosts so we're gonna have me new with them we're gonna talk about you know i like to have behind enemy lines because i want to hear from another fan perspective why they see in our team and why how they see their team right so we're gonna have that debate with them it's gonna be fun it's gonna be live for guys to join you guys can put comments and um you know we're gonna address some of the comments as you know the the conversation flows so should be great Please go ahead. If you're not subscribed to my channel, subscribe and hit that um, notification bell 
So when tomorrow that stream comes up, boom, you get alerted. Yep, there you go, guys. So tomorrow, me and Sonny are going to be on his channel debating a couple Texans fans. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm sure you guys would be interested in seeing that. So definitely make sure you are subscribed to my boy Sonny's channel. Link is in the description. So, yeah, an hour before tomorrow's game. Speaking of tomorrow's game, it is a pretty relevant game for us. Steelers-Browns in Cleveland. Steelers, they've been pretty hot these past few weeks. They've been, I think they've won five straight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Browns finally got their third win of the season after they were just talking about the win against us all the way in week four. And then finally, six weeks later, they get another W. They finally get off their Super Bowl hangover. Congrats to them. They finally beat a team. And that was the Buffalo Bills, who I've been saying sucks. They may have a good record. Josh Allen does not have it. He is not it. He does not have the juice. He does not have the it factor. He doesn't have anything. I'm just saying. Anyway. Who are so you rooting for? So, okay. So tomorrow, it's interesting because... I have a the, clear one. I have a, a clear one. Okay. So for me, I say the Browns. I would like the Browns to win. What about you? What about you? The Steelers? You're going to tell me the Steelers. I'm going to tell you I'm ready for Bane to come, man. Oh, okay. I need okay. Bane to show up and just yeah. <laughs> destroy... I don't know. I was debating. I was like, damn, can I tie be better? Like, can yeah. I play tie? A zero zero tie. I'm, I'm, I mean, reality is what you really want is them to split, mm -hmm. right? They play basically almost back to back. So they play each other this week. Then then the Browns have a cakewalk game. Although, oh my God, I'm pulling for foot fetish team, the Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins, uh, yeah. And then both of them have a cakewalk game because the Steelers had the Bongos. Yep. And then they play again. So what you want is really to, for them to split, right? I mean, again, two ties. I'll take two ties. But if not a tie, <laughs> split. Browns so, win this game probably because it's a home game. Right. Well, maybe. But wait, they, wait, wait, wait. They, That's not true. That's, yeah. I don't believe in that. I think okay. the Steelers have a better team. I think the Steelers they do. probably beat them. But ugh, I'm going to say that I'm going to pull for the Browns. So... What's crazy is that I do think the Browns on paper have a better team as they have they ha they won the offseason, that's for sure. Um, but the Steelers have been playing really well, especially on defense. Offense, not so much. I'm still not convinced by Mason Rudolph. He's, he might as well be the same level as Josh Allen as far as I'm concerned. I'm really not convinced by Mason Rudolph. I don't care what you say. Well... He makes the necessary throws. Nah, he's not good, dude. Just stop blinding yourself. You have people saying Mason Rudolph is better than all these quarterbacks. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Steelers fans. Why do you have to think that, dude? Um, before we move on, we have a donation. I think it's coming up here soon. I don't see it. Uh, where is yeah, it? I saw it. It just came. There it is. Okay. Majin Bull, shout out to you, man. Thank you for the donation. He says, Baker is going to give up the ball to Watt and Minka. And I agree with you. This is why... I do believe the Steelers can win this game because I do think that their defense is going to be overwhelming to Baker Mayfield and the Browns offense. And I understand, you know, the Browns are coming off a win. They're going to try to build off of that. They have another home game, prime time. 
they would obviously love to win this game. It's a division rival. Um, but I think that Steelers defense is what's going to be the difference maker here. They've been, honestly, I do think that the Steelers have a top five defense, maybe even better than that. They've been playing great. Um, pass rush is awesome. D-line linebackers are pretty good. Secondary has actually been playing really well. They have a great defense, man. And that's really what's been carrying them to these wins, in my opinion. Uh, I still do have question marks about that offense. But when you have that type of defense, I mean, you're going to win games. Maybe not as many games as you would like, but they, I think they should be able to win this game, at least from what I've seen from the Browns offense. I don't believe it's going to be able to move the ball on the Steelers defense. And the Steelers should be able to score just enough points to outscore the Browns. Because the Browns, they I don't even – how many times have they gotten over 20? I don't think many times. No, not many. Yeah. No, not many. Yeah, last week against the Bills, they were 19. Yeah. They got over 20 against us. They will tell you that very quickly. That's true. Oh, well, we scored 40 on you guys. That's the first thing they bring. <laughs> um, Abdul, thank you for the donation once again. He says – I love knocking off contenders. Steelers win. Okay. So this is this is the problem that I see with the Steelers. Okay. They barely beat the Rams. The Rams look like crap. Although this this is a good defense. I believe that fumble that Goff got called should have not been called a fumble. I agree. The Minka scoop and touch. That is the difference in that game. Yeah. They won by five. Let's keep going. So that was, you know, the refs, the Zebras like the squealers. The Colts missed a field goal at the end of that game with zero seconds. That should have been an L. F yep. Planetary sucks. <laughs> oh, that's a hot take. Yeah. Careful. And Careful. He's, he's done. He should be taking <laughs> Social Security. Okay. Steelers beat the Dolphins fairly good. Not, almost like two touchdowns by 13 points. Let's see. Those are three in a row. Where's that fourth? Oh, there was a bye here. And they, they thumped the Chargers. Me and Lou will watch that game. Like, well, it was only by seven, but they started thumping them. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they took an L before that against us by three. So they obviously they keep everything close. They should have lost, I think, two of those games. But they won. At the end of the day, all it counts is dubs and L's. I think the Steelers take this game, although I don't want them to take it. Mm. I, I don't want neither team to win. But yeah. I guess I think the Steelers will win. I agree with you. I think, I mean, one team has to win unless, of course, they tie, which would just be super messy. But, um, chat, let me know your predictions for tomorrow's game. But aside from that, man, I think it would help us a lot more if the Browns do find a way to pull this one out because the Steelers, they're, uh, they're coming up. They're coming up right behind us. They are still two games behind us, I believe. But... That's still only two games, man. So we do have our toughest stretch of the schedule coming up here with the Texans, with the Rams, although the Rams, eh, not too not too convinced by them. The schedule is soft. They're the schedule. 49ers. Their schedule is very soft. Yes, absolutely. So they have the clown. That's why we need them to split with the clownies. Yeah. Then they have the Bengals sandwiching between them. The Cardinals. The Cardinals can pull them. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the Bills. Oh, the I think the Bills and the Steelers are a very similar team. Good defense, bad offense. Right. Uh, the Jets, that's a that's a dub. And then us, that's an L for them, hopefully. <laughs> so unless uh, we are like 13 and 2 by then. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, what Abdullah says, you, you saw that comment from Baker? Oh, hold on. Yeah, he said, Baker said, shh, he needs to concentrate. Thank you for the donation, Abdul. You saw, <laughs> I mean, let me say something, because I, I do want to say this. Sometimes, and when I'm in the Ravens gate, it frustrates me because we're loud. We like to be loud. Mm -hmm. But when our offense is on the field, we stay loud. Yeah. And if you see, like, the Colts and some of the other teams, their fan base is, like, trained. Yeah. So we, need to, we need to work a little bit better on getting ourselves trained. <laughs> uh, We're excited, man. What do you want us to do, you know? I know, I know. But, you know, it works for our office benefits to be quiet. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, but, I mean, Baker, a lot of people were talking about um, in the media, like, you're still talking about this past week's game. You need to focus on this week's upcoming game. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Baker talking about how the audience needs to be quiet when they're on offense. That's pretty, that's pretty damn funny. I think um, I just, I don't know what to make of Baker Mayfield, man. I, I did really like him coming out of college. He was one of, he was my quarterback. Number one, I, I keep saying it. So I thought the, uh, I thought the Browns made the right move when they did take him number one overall. And, you know, he had a great rookie season and it looked like that was going to be the case, but Obviously, he's come into his sophomore season, had that that famous sophomore slump. Mm. And, um, you know, it's it's I'm kind of happy to see it. I can't lie to you because all we heard all offseason was from the Browns fans, you know, talking about we're we're going to win the Super Bowl. We're winning the AFC North. The AFC North is the our division to lose. So I yeah. thought it's been it's been a good season. I, I'm glad that, you know, that they actually have to play football. And I'm sure that's something that Browns fans are not happy about. To be honest, I'm hoping the Browns win a couple of games so they're so they don't they can't even tank right, right? So they can get a crappy draft pick. There you go. There you go. But, but their schedule is also soft. Yeah. And Steelers, well, they have Steelers twice. Let's mm -hmm. call Steelers a good team. The Dolphins, the Bengals, Cardinals. Again, Cardinals have Cardinals can help us. Yeah, Cardinals can definitely help us, and then that's an L against the Ravens, and then because even if we had clinch, we're mm -hmm. coming for them. Yeah, oh, yeah. if we clinch, we're coming for them, and then they had the bungles at the end. We ain't letting the Browns sweep us. Nope, calling it now, uh, guys. We have seventy-seven likes. Let's get it up to a hundred, guys. Come on now, let's get them likes up, guys. We have over a hundred people in here. Don't forget to hit that like button, smash it. Okay. Let's get into a new segment that you guys have not seen before. This is the first time ever for the NF podcast. I did used to do power rankings on my channel, like I think a couple years back, but I stopped doing it because um, you guys know I'm very lazy. And when something takes a lot of work, I'm just like, screw this. So then I stopped doing that. And then also, I mean, it, you know, people get aggressive in the comment section, which I don't care about. But it's also like that's not what it's about, man. Like I, I want you guys to have the 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 uh, you know the discussions, but for people to call each other names and call me names and stuff like that, I'm just not a big fan of that. So that's the reason I did stop doing power rankings. However, we are bringing them back in a form, in a certain type of form. What we're going to be doing is what we're going to be calling the Noobs Five. And that is the top five NFL teams, according to both me and Sonny. Sonny has his top five. I have my top five. And uh, why don't we just go ahead and jump straight into it, Sonny? 
I'll give you my top five, and then you can let me know where you disagree. Or do you, you want us to do this better? Um, like both of us reveal our fifth and then go up. Okay, we could do that. We could do that. Um, all right. So I'm very interested to see how this segment goes because this is something that is very can get people arguing. That's for sure. So before we get into it, I want to give some honorable mentions and. One of these teams, Sonny, might be in your top five. So we'll see. We'll see. Honorable mentions: the Chiefs. Uh, they're not. This isn't in any specific order. It could be anything from six through eight. However, you want to rank them. This is just what I believe. Honorable mention: the Chiefs. I still put them in there because they still have Patrick Mahomes, even though they just lost to the Titans. But I do think that they're always going to be in contention as long as they have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, even with that horrible defense. Another honorable mention. The Vikings. This one might be a little bit controversial because I know probably a lot of people have them in their top five now ever since that win over the Cowboys, but I still have them just below, just missed the rankings. And then finally, my last honorable mention is the Packers. And this is another one that might be debatable because a lot of people probably think they're a top five team. However, right now, I believe I just saw them lose uh, or almost lose to the Panthers. Very, they got very close, and then they came off of that very unimpressive game against the Chargers. I'm just not – I think they're good, but I need to see them play a little bit better for me to put them in my top five. My, my honorable rankings are Chiefs, Texans, mm -hmm. Vikes, and Green Bay. So very okay. similar. Um, Green Bay, for me, that defense is getting a little bit softer. Okay, fair enough. So let's go ahead and get right into the top five, guys. Yeah, guys, we haven't seen our top five, by the way. No. I don't I know just, top five. He doesn't know my top five. Nope. I just told Sonny, you know what? Just do a top five, and then we'll talk about it. And that's it. That's all I told him. All right? So here we go, guys. I expect you guys to completely disagree with me. I expect Sonny to disagree with me. Here's my number five, the Patriots at oh. number five. Yep. I have the Patriots at number five. So I do think the Patriots. So, okay, let me let me give you guys an example of or let me give you guys my thought process in this top five. Okay. I'm not necessarily ranking the teams who I believe are the best teams, like roster-wise and you know, coaching-wise and all that. This is who I believe is the hottest team right now, how they are playing, how th their wins lately. So that's this is my thought process. But hold on, before we move on, Errol, sorry, Errol, I don't know. I probably mispronounced your name. I'm sorry, man. He says Lamar over Mahomes because he keeps defense off the field. Interesting. Okay. Triggered. Nice. I see you guys already getting triggered. Um, okay, yeah. So I have the Patriots at five. Sonny, I'm sure you disagree with me. I disagree. I have my fifth team is the Aints. Okay. The Aints, okay. yeah, they coming from a bad loss against Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I think if it's just a you know divisional loss, mm -hmm. it is what it is at that point. But it was still a bad loss, so I put them in fifth. I disagree with the Patriots statement, but um, I, I'm excited to see what do you, who do you have above them, so I can okay, go yeah, deeper let's... in the discussion. Okay, but let me let me explain why I have the Patriots so low. Their defense is legit, right? They're coming off a huge loss against us. They're on their bye week. They're licking their wounds. I do expect them to win a lot more games. But what I've seen from their offense, 
I'm not convinced. I don't believe that they should be a top three team as a lot of people have them as right now. Now that can change eventually because they are the Patriots and we know how they work. They always get better. That's true. But I just, I feel the rest of these teams that I have above them have better teams overall, like both offense and defense. They, they seem more complete to me. So that's, that's my thought process. I'm putting the Patriots at five right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then I have the Aints, as you said. I have them above the Patriots at four. My reasoning is because I think the Saints roster-wise and just coaching-wise and everything, if you want to put all that together, I think they are the best team in the NFL. But they did just lose to the Falcons, which is why I cannot put them higher. I have them at four, and I still have them over the Patriots because I do believe they have a better offense than the Patriots. A better, not the better defense, but their defense is still pretty good enough to compete. I think the Saints have the best team in the NFL. However, you cannot go out there and lose to the Falcons. And I understand it's a divisional matchup and you just never know. But I'm I'm concerned. I can't lie to you. I am concerned about that loss. However, I do still think the Saints have the best team in the NFL, which is why I have them above the Patriots. I have the Niners at four. Wow. Okay. Uh, I haven't. I haven't been a big believer with the Niners. Um, the Niners' offense has been pedestrian at best. They have a couple of games that they had some people. They're inconsistent. It's uh, they're up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe in Jimmy Jesus. Um, I think they have holes, and they're got about to get exposed. I don't, they should have won that game. This is not necessarily because of that game. Although if they would have won, I have to put them number one because they were unbeaten. Um, but I think they're gonna. They they have issues. The problem is everybody sees this big heavy O line, which he it is outstanding. It is amazing, and that's pretty much their identity. Mm-hmm. If they face a good O line, that's when they like. One of the reasons they had a hard or, or a problem against the Squealers, the Squealers had a good offensive line. This yeah. is uh, Rudolph's first start, I think. Mm-hmm. So they have it. So so when you can get the quarterback a little more time, then you're gonna see them getting exposed in that secondary. That offense is not great. So if it is a above average defense, I think they I think they're gonna start getting exposed. So I have them in fourth. Interesting. So before we move on, because before I move on to my number three, what's your number three before we get into that? Seahawks. Okay, interesting. Okay. So let me let me tell you. So you have the 49ers at four and the Seahawks at three. Yep. Interesting. Okay, so I have the 49ers at three uh, over the Saints and the Patriots. Um, let me tell you why. I think the 49ers, first of all, they were not fully healthy against the Seahawks. There was times they probably should have won that game. The thing that held them back, of course, that missed field goal in extra in overtime, which, by the way, what a freaking incredible game, man. That was a crazy game. It was inc- incredible. There were so many times that they should have put that game away, and they just didn't because of one man, Jimmy Jesus, or not Jimmy Jesus, but Jimmy G. He mm-hmm. is the weak point on that 49ers team they have the defense they have the offense obviously they were missing George Kittle they they lost Emmanuel Sanders early on in that game they didn't Jimmy G didn't have all his weapons Matt I think Matt Breida was hurt as well so I do think the 49ers have one of the best teams in the NFL 
But what's holding them back is Jimmy G. And I'm afraid he is going to be holding them back. And that's what I think the difference between the 49ers and the Seahawks was and is right now. I do believe, spoiler alert, I have the Seahawks at number two. Um, I do have the Seahawks over them just because they did win this past week's game over the 49ers. But I do think the 49ers have a better overall team than the Seahawks. But Russell Wilson is the better quarterback than Jimmy G. Yeah, I mean, the reality is that, again, this is not necessarily because of the – well, it is a little bit because if they would have won, I have to put them in first, and I would have to drop Seattle. But, Seattle, I mean, Wilson – okay, let, let me – Um, I, I might have to do a little segue here, Noob. Okay. Watching all this uh, so-called analysts, sport analysts, mm-hmm. they were saying, oh – you saw the marquee moment, Seattle, that big win. That's why Russell Wilson's an MVP, blah, 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 and mm-hmm. goes on. Wilson gave that game away. I agree. I agree. They had a field goal already, mm-hmm. and he throws a pick in the five-yard line around there. Yep. Bad throw. His second pick Bad of the season. Throw. Yep. He gets run back. Mm-hmm. The Niners – I don't know. They might have gained 10 yards. I don't know. They, they were basically in field goal range. Right. Dude misses it. Yep. And then he did have a good run to set up that winning field goal. Mm-hmm. But throughout the game, I mean, he fumbled uh, for a touchdown. The other team or the Niners scooped that and score. Right. And I didn't see this great game that people are saying, like, oh, this is why Wilson is in MVP now. I think Wilson is in the MVP discussion. As I was debating today, I think Lamar Jackson took a step above Russell Wilson mm-hmm. in the race for MVP. And and the people are saying, oh, no, but you saw that game against the Niners. That game, yes, he, he had a decent game. He was sub-200 in the first four quarters. He gave the game away, although they didn't lose an overtime. Mm-hmm. So I cannot, I don't understand why will people say, hey, that's the marquee game that Wilson needed. Why? No, I don't agree. Yeah. Was that the big game? Yeah. Why has had better games throughout? Man, we, you can take the Bungles game out. <laughs> the thing, as, as, as I keep saying, is we went to Seattle, we beat them. Mm-hmm. So. No, I agree with you, I, and that's why I didn't understand why a lot of people said that was, oh, my God, what a great effort from Russell Wilson. It wasn't, man, but honestly, I believe that both of those teams deserved to lose by the way they were playing. Um, Russell Wilson did give the ball away in overtime, and they probably should have lost after that. The 49ers should have gotten the win. You know, the missed field goal happened, um, and then, you know, Russell Wilson just did enough to get them into field goal range and get the victory. I agree with you. But I still think I have them number two only because they did end up getting the victory, even though I do believe it could have gone either way. If you know, I wasn't convinced by either team, but I do believe Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Jimmy G right now. And um, just that's really the only reason is because they and en- they ended up on the winning side. If it was the other way around, I would probably have the 49ers at number two because I do believe they are the better team aside from the quarterback. So for me, my number two is the, you know, that evil team over there in the northeast side. Which which one? The Patriots. Oh, yes. oh that's right. That's right. Okay. Because of the hoodie. Okay. I mean, they have a tough stretch now. We'll see what they do now. 
Their next four games are after losing to the Ravens. Now we give them the footprint, how to beat them, right? That's every time somebody loses, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles, I think they beat the Eagles. Uh, the Cowboys, the Texans, the Chiefs. And yeah. then they have the Bungles, Bills, and the Dolphins. So the next four games are tough, and after that's a cakewalk mm-hmm. the season. But the reality is, if if you go watch film, because I, I was very interested to see how Belichick played us, so I went and watched the coaches' tape. That team was in position. They actually play us well. It's just we had Lamar Jackson. That was it. Yeah. Lamar just just special. Mm-hmm. But they were there to make every play. You know. So I had the Patriots, and I mean this makes me sick. And number two, and that you know makes who number one, man. Well, let's let's talk about number one because oh, funny enough, it. huh? We both have it. I think so. Yeah, I think by the way I'm hearing, it seems like we both have the same team. And like I mentioned before we talked about this, we're talking about which team is the hottest right now. And I think we both agree, Sonny, that it is the Miami Dolphins. I thought you were going to say the Texans, but okay. (laughs) I'm just playing, guys. It's the Ravens, of course. And I know you guys probably think we're being biased. Sonny, I'm sure you have the Ravens number one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right now, guys, the Ravens are playing great ball. Let me, I mean, if we go, this team is playing a complete game. Although mm-hmm. I bitch about, sorry for that word, uh, about okay. the running game against the Bungles. The reality is defense play good. Mm-hmm. Fumble, scoop of score, pick six. I, I keep saying this defense reminds me of that same Super Bowl run. That defense was the top five defense top five no but they were streaky they created turnovers and they scored i mean it feels like last four games i don't know don't quote me on that but um do we have had a score i feel like every time that i watch a game there's a score by the defense yep um so that's good it's, it's been good um good team overall team play the one oh the other thing i've been hating is that um i don't know if you like this when they kick that um kickoff the drops in the five yard line our coverage skill on the kickoff right now is not the best mm-hmm. but anyway this team is playing great and right now they don't know how to stop us i agree that's what i'm saying i think that if you look at the ravens right now who's playing offense like us who's playing defense like us i mean you could argue there's some better defenses in the league which i would agree with you i don't think we're the best defense in the league whatsoever but they've been playing at a very good level, good enough to just allow our offense to do their thing. We have the best offense in the league, number one scoring offense, I believe, number one yards per game, if I'm not mistaken, number one rush offense. Um, I know that we're Ravens fans, and you know, I'm sure people come in, they're going to watch this and think we're being biased. But if you look around, we're coming off two huge wins against the Seahawks, the Patriots, And we did what we were supposed to do and destroyed the winless Bengals. The Saints, I believe, are a better team than us, just overall, roster-wise and all that. But they just lost to the Falcons. And that's just inexcusable, in my opinion. So I think right now, we are not only the hottest team in the NFL, but the way we're playing, I think we are the best team in the NFL right now. Now, again, that could probably change next week if we do lose to the Texans, which is... A very real possibility. I don't think I don't. I know you don't agree, Sonny, but 
No, I think it's a possibility because they're coming from a bye. I think that's the big thing. So they have two weeks to prepare for us, two weeks to be a little bit healthier than us. So coming off, coming against a team coming out of a bye is always hard. So the Falcons king out of a bye against the Aints, that's also, you know, gives you extra time to prepare. I think uh, I think there's a chance, a real chance for the that, uh, that we lose to the Texans. Mm-hmm. I think we win, but I think there's a chance for sure. Yeah. So let's go ahead and transition, guys. Um, actually, before we transition, let's do a quick recap of our top five. I have the Patriots at number five, which a lot of you disagree with. Then I have the Saints at number four, the 49ers at three, and Seahawks at two. And then your own Baltimore Ravens at number one. Yep. I had the Aints at five, Niners at four, Seahawks at three, mm-hmm. the Evil Patriots at two, <laughs> and Kaka Ravens <laughs> at one. There you go, guys. So there's our top five. Definitely let us know in the comments section if you disagree with that. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say, but please be respectful. Just please. I mean, I don't care if you call me names, but at least each other. Be respectful to each other in the comment section. (laughs) All right. So let's go ahead and start the wrapping up of the show. We're four likes from 100, and we had 128 people here. Let's keep it up, guys. Come on. Let's get to 100 100 likes. Let me, let me also say a couple of things since we have a lot of people here right now. Tomorrow, again, me and Nu are going to have a special stream in my channel with um, Texans podcasters from Locked on Texans. Come join the live stream. Come put the chat session. We'll take some questions for them. Uh, should be a good conversation. It's good to have a debate with a team from a, for a podcaster from another, from the other team and the team that we're facing this week. So, Come join my channel tomorrow. We're going to do it early at 7.30 because we want to do it the hour before we start the live stream. The other announcement I have, I'm going to do another stream live Sunday from Bluegrass in Baltimore. So yesterday you saw me, I was in a bar in Baltimore. Uh, Come, just check, um, come join me for a little bit before the game. I'm going to be there between 10.30 to 12. Mm. Uh, Swing by, say hi. Um, if you want to be part of the channel, like I said, I'm going to be streaming for an hour and a half. So should be fun, guys. Um, but, yeah, tomorrow, they're, uh, 7.30 uh, in my channel, me and Nubo against the Texans. Let's go. Yep, it's a battle. It's a battle between the NF podcast versus the Locked on Texans, fellas. So definitely make sure you guys don't miss that. And we also hit 100 likes. So thank you guys for that. I do appreciate it. Okay, let's get into t- uh, this week's preview game. Texans Ravens this is the one game that I do fear the most I can't lie to you because of one man Deshaun freaking Watson now and you you may look at the schedule and you're saying well we still have the Rams we still have the 49ers you you're not scared of them no I I don't think the Rams are a good team to be honest with you um Jared Goof he's he's been looking more like a Jared Trubisky lately because he's just not been playing well at all. The offense just has not been able to get going. Todd Gurley, I think he's still dealing with that knee issue, it seems like. So they're not really giving him the ball like they used to, which was really what got their offense going in the first place. And they haven't been able to like set up the play action. I have a good feeling we should be able to play them well on defense. And um, 
And on the other side of the ball, you know, they do have like an Aaron Donald. They got some good players, but I think it's just our offense has been so good. It's going to be hard to stop us. The Niners, um, they obviously their defense is great. They should probably have a pretty good outing against us. However, I like I said, I just right now I feel like our offense is unstoppable at this moment. I think that we should be able to find a way to beat that Niners tough defense. If we were able to beat the historically great Patriots defense, I think we should be able to handle the 49ers defense. And Jimmy G is soft, as I've been saying. S-A-W-F-T, soft. Um, so that's how I feel about the 49ers. However, this game against the Texans is one I am worried about. Why? Because they have a good run defense. That's really what their whole defense is relying on. They have a great run defense. Pass rush has been struggling a little bit ever since J.J. Watt went down. Secondary is very inconsistent. I know a lot of Texans fans, they came into in my preview video and you're, they're like, well, we just kept the Jags to three points, so you're going to say our defense isn't that good? It's the Jags, and I know I'm not – I understand, you know, you have to be able to beat these lower-tier teams, but still, like, do that against a better offense, and then you can use it as a bragging right, right? That's just my opinion. But they have a very good run defense, so they could potentially stuff us up a little bit. But, I, again, I still think our offense is pretty unstoppable. Um, on the other side of the ball, Deshaun Watson is incredible. He is, he can make those Mahomes-type throws and, you know, just those incredible, crazy throws that you're like, how did he even do that? Deshaun Watson is capable of doing that. And the one guy that so far has been able to beat us consistently is Patrick Mahomes. So that's why I'm afraid that Deshaun Watson is just going to pull something out of the hat and do some crazy plays. D-Hop, Nuke, DeAndre Hopkins, I believe is the best receiver in the NFL, even though this year he's kind of taken a step down, hasn't really been doing that much. I still think he's very good. Um, we do have the secondary now. We should be able to cover pretty well. They do have other receivers. They have a Kenny Stills, who's been very good for them. They have uh, Will Fuller. Um, their running game has been very potent for them. Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson have really been getting that run game going. So this is one of the few offenses that I believe can actually go toe-to-toe -to -toe with us. So, Sonny, how are you feeling about this game? I, I'm concerned. I'm not going to lie. I think this team is good. Um, I think this team, their problem is the O-line. So can we generate pressure without necessarily blitzing that much or blitzing five, you know, getting an extra guy there or a six guy? That's where you need to be. That's where you need to live. You need to try to make them one-dimensional. You need to stop that run. They average 142 yards per game. That's a lot of yardage. Mm -hmm. So if we stop the run, that helps us. Uh, if, you know, the other thing that frustrates me a lot is we get to the backfield. We don't finish those sacks. We need right. to finish sacks we need to hit uh watson i'm excited to see our receiver or their receivers against our corners matchup but if i check their defense they lost jj watt that defense i know it's good against the the run they they have a good d-line mm -hmm. they don't have what now that's gonna hurt them so what's gonna happen is in my opinion if they're gonna try to spy Overcommit to stopping that run defense. Lamar is going to carve them. 
So they're going to play them more like we play a traditional quarterback. And, yeah, that run defense is good against a conventionally running offense. Against our offense, it's going to be problematic. We need to keep Lamar clean. We need to keep him um, away from sacks, and we should be fine. Corners against receivers, what I want to see is actually if Fuller's on the field, I want to see Humphreys against Fuller because Humphreys is the fastest guy. Um, I think Jimmy Smith can be physical enough to control D-Hop, not to shut him down, but to control D-Hop, and you can flip him with Peters, right? And then you can put the, whoever the next guy is on Kenny Stills. Um, or, and I read some situation, their tight end, that he is their leading receiver and mm-hmm. touchdowns. So you have to be aware in the red zone of him. The other person that worries me a lot is actually Duke Johnson coming coming out of the backfield. I right. know we like uh, LG Ford. I know we like um, Bynes. But who needs to have a big game this week is Peanut covering that running back out of the backfield. That's that's Duke Johnson's MO. I think he's fourth in the team on receiving on targets or catches. Uh, so all those stuff are important. High running between the tackles. Again, we allow um, Mixon to run well between the tackles. Make sure High doesn't get more than 60 yards. Yeah. If, if you can do that, it's good. Uh, so hopefully Jelly and Peko are ready to play hmm. because Pierce ain't playing. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, man. We cannot allow – really, you have to come into a game plan and you can't let them do everything. You know, if you're going to stop the run, stop the run and let them pass. If you want to stop the pass, stop the pass. We can't let them do everything, and that's that includes we just cannot allow them to get that running game going because, as we know, once you get the running game going, you get the play-action passes going, and that's when Deshaun Watson can be super dangerous. We can't let that happen. That's set, definitely something we need to be better. We cannot go out there and look like we were against the Bengals. I agree with you just allowing Carlos Hyde to just keep getting four yards here, five yards there, and just tear us up on the ground, right? It can't happen. Um, but I think we should be able to score a good amount of points on offense because our offense has been great. Um, we should be able to put up points and I'm hoping we should be able to limit the Texans just enough in order for us to outscore them. I do think that it helps that we are in Baltimore. That's obviously going to be a huge help for us that we're at home. It's going to be cold. I think too, it's cold today. Yeah. Very cold. Is it okay? How 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 many uh, degrees is it over there? It woke up being on the low twenties right Ooh. now, thirty three. I guess it's gonna be a little bit better. No sun. It's gonna be mostly cloudy at forty six. Why yeah. is this important? You say because the Texas playing a dome. That's true. State. That's a good point. And Abdul made the same point. He says dome teams in cold weather is a factor too. Absolutely. Thank you for the donation, Abdul. Um, Our dude, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that is another factor that I didn't really think about. I for I always forget the Texans playing a dome, man. I don't know why because you just think of like the Falcons, the Saints being dome teams, the Colts, and I just forget that the Texans are a dome team as well. I think the Texans is a removable roof, are they okay? They so might but, be, but basically, when the weather's perfect outside, they open the roof, if it yeah. is raining or anything, they cover it up, yeah. So the weather could potentially be a factor in this game for sure. Um, 
that's something I hadn't considered. And also it helped, like I said, it helps that we're in Baltimore. However, the Texans are coming off a bye. So they've had extra time to prepare. They've had extra time to tr kind of try to think of something in order to stop Lamar Jackson, because that's really what it's all about. If you want to stop the Ravens offense, you have to stop Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And I think we what we've seen the best effort, I would say, this season that a team has been able to not necessarily stop Lamar, but slow him down as much as they could was the Steelers, in my opinion. I think they did the best of stopping um, Lamar Jackson. They they picked us off three times, even though I think two of those were bullshit, but, you know, whatever. Um, so the Texans should have a game plan. I'm sure that, you know, that that they've their defensive coordinator has just been scratching his head. Like, how do we stop this? They're going to come in with a game plan. But the fact is, they've never seen Lamar Jackson actually play. So that's always going to help us out in the long run. Um, and I think we should be able to win this game. But I don't think it's going to be like a blowout either way. Because we could also lose this game, I think, on like a last second heroic throw from Deshaun Watson. So I think this game is going to be very close. I think it would be like a three, four, five point game, a one score game for sure. I think so. How do you I, feel? I agree. Uh, I think we're going to win this game, but I think it's going to be tight. I think um, I'll say it. I think we won by six is what I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, where I'm leaning. And I think the game, the game ends with the Sean Jackson pushing the ball where we have a, Watson. What did I say? You said Deshaun Jackson. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's the hybrid. Right. Watson, Watson pushing the ball in the red zone, but we have a goal line or a red zone stand. We okay. stop them there and we win. Okay. I could see it. Like I said, I think this game is going to be so close. Although last week I also said that about the Bengals game. So I just, you never know, man. It's football is crazy, man. I mean, that, 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 was, that was where you went wrong. Yes, you're right. I shouldn't have never said that. You're right. Look, I picked them too low. I thought they were going to win by 14. I think yeah. it was 14 that I picked them. Yeah, so that was too low, obviously. But <laughs> yeah. closer than that, Noobs? I mean, I, I thought because, okay, the Bengals are coming off a bye. You know, I don't know. I guess I should have just – I should have just – th that's the problem, man. I'm a Ravens fan, and I just don't feel – I can't let myself go and actually feel good about the team because I've been disappointed so many times. <laughs> but – I hear you. It's all good, man. But you know, I'm I'm starting to really feel this team, man. I mean, Lamar Jackson has just been incredible. Definitely the MVP, in my opinion. And I think that if he goes out there and outplays Deshaun Watson on Sunday, for me, there's gonna be no doubt, in my opinion. Um Abdul, thank you for the donation once again. He says, analysts, if we win, oh, it's just the Texans, lol. There's always gonna be an excuse or um Oh, you know, uh, the the Texans aren't used to playing in cold weather, so that's the problem. If you beat, if whoever loses or whoever the Ravens beat, it automatically gets downgraded to your average. Yeah. Unless then you the following week win, win, and then you're like, well, you know they're good. It's just that win against the Ravens, you know, <laughs> doesn't matter as much. Yeah, that's true. But yep, I mean that's that's just how it is. Anyway, oh, or here, here's another one. Texans were saving their game plan for the playoffs. There you go. Uh, that, <laughs> that 
I I still cannot believe that was even a thing, man. I know, man. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, that that for me was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's funny, man. It, the links that people go to discredit us is just crazy, man. Um, so we're just gonna have to keep winning. That's that's really all it's about, man. That's obviously. I thought that people would change their tune on us after beating the Patriots. Obviously, I was wrong. I mean, most people have. I will get. I I will say that lately the med the media has been a lot higher on us than they usually are. But there's still those guys like Jason Whitlock who's still down on us, and um, it just feels like it's something that I talked about on Twitter. I feel like some people. When they when they make a decision on a player or like on a team, they're just not going to change their mind, and they just will not admit that they're wrong. Um, shout out to that franchise guy, <laughs> and I'm going to say this because I know of a lot of Ravens fans. If you guys watch that franchise guy on YouTube, which by the way I tried to message him on Twitter because I want him to come on the podcast to debate me, he hasn't gone back to me, but. You know, if you guys want to see that happen, get in his comment section and tell him tell him to message me back. Early in the year, uh, yes. So he ranked us twenty eighth before. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I I posted him that video. It's like, dude, you're crazy. I would make <laughs> you any moment, but yeah. yeah. So okay, let's talk about him just just real quick, just because I want to air my grievances. So he had us at twenty eighth before the season started. Now. Even after beating the Seahawks and the Patriots and then doing what we were supposed to do and dominating the Bengals, he has us at seventh. Seventh. Well, so. I mean, obviously he's stupid. <laughs> he's stupid. Just I mean, I don't believe let's say the Niners, but you have to respect mm -hmm. that eight and one record. Yeah. Worst. How how oh my who's the top of us? So I think the Vikings are above us. I think the Packers, the Chiefs. The Saints, the Patriots, and the no, the Seahawks are actually at eighth. Well, so this dude in his rankings. This dude is filled with stupidity. Then, <laughs> actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and bring up his video. Why not? Because now we're capable of doing that here. Yeah, we quick. upgraded, Mister Noobs. Upgraded. Yeah, we've uh... <laughs> on live. They were like, we can't have this bad publicity. Right. Yeah, the, he's uh, we've definitely upgraded just a little bit. So. Here, let me uh let's actually skip to the end here. Oh great. No, don't worry. That's not an ad for me, guys. So just don't even just ignore it. Okay. Here we're we go. We're putting ass noobs. <laughs> I know we're just paying this guy. That that's my problem, that we're giving him more views. Okay. So let's actually skip forward to the end here so we can see his full power rankings. Here we go. Look who's life now. <laughs> I know. Who's that? You guys should definitely click on that and give it a like. Okay, anyway. So here is his full power rankings, fellas. Oops. Let me go ahead and pause that real quick and rewind a little bit because I missed it. Go ahead and play. Okay. Come on. There we go. Okay. So as you can see, he has the Saints number one. He has the 49ers number two. The Packers, number three. The Patriots, number four. The Chiefs, number five. The Vikings, number six. And then the Ravens at number seven. And then the Seahawks at number eight, who just beat the 49ers. So how do you feel about this, Sonny? 
I feel like this is garbage. Okay. Uh, so, so again, I love the Saints. Yeah. I love, so all this full disclosure, the team and the NFC, if the Ravens are not going to win, the team on the NFC that I want to win is the Saints. That's the full disclosure out there. They came out. I mean, look, the, do you see where he has Atlanta? That's, that's That looks appropriate for Atlanta. So he has those bottom of the teams yeah. you know, figure out. So you're telling me Atlanta beat the Aints and you're going to keep them first? You're yeah. tell me San Francisco lost to the – the Seahawks. Seahawks, and you're gonna so apparently so neither of them move. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Possible. I mean, then you have Green Bay with Dirt because they barely beat the Panthers, and they lost to the Chargers. The Chargers at 16 yep. the week before. The Patriots are four. I can see the Patriots are four. I don't have a problem. But the Chiefs right now, they came from a horrible loss in the special teams. You can't tell me they're going to be that high. The Vikings are five, but the Ravens, you have to bring them up. Mm-hmm. This dude is – oh, my God. So I, we have to, what we have to keep in mind is that he had us at 28th before the season started. So we were all the way down here by the Dolphins and all the worst teams, basically. Yeah, so he he's saying that he was – Completely insane, and so, and now he's just probably bitterly putting us there at seven. I mean, it's just it, it goes to show you that I think that once people make up their minds, they're just not willing to change their minds at all. Um, I I feel like he's not willing to admit that he was wrong on the Ravens. Uh, his big argument was that he did he didn't feel like Lamar Jackson was going to be good enough, so. Even if that's fair, if you want to think that, but to have us at 28th before the season started, and even now, after you've seen, after Lamar Jackson has shown you that he's developed as a passer and the defense is playing really well right now, the offense is damn near unstoppable. Like I said, we just destroyed the Patriots and destroyed the Bengals, which is what we're supposed to do as a good team. And you still have us under like the chiefs who have not been looking that good. The Vikings. I mean, I guess if you want to make an argument, because I do think the Vikings are a good team, but even that doesn't really rub me the right way. The Packers, I don't believe should be over us. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of, uh, the reality is if you go to the standings real quick, there's an eight and one team. Oh, there's two eight and one teams. Right. Mm-hmm. And after that, there's a couple of two lost teams. All of those should be top of anybody with three losses. Mm-hmm. Anybody. So currently the the, um, the Vikings have three losses. I forgot already who he had. The... Yeah, so the Vikings are above us, right? Yes. Yes, that's stupid. I mean, that that's just, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> stupid. So let's take a look again, guys. Um, even, even though we're not like... We, we don't really care about the Seahawks, but I believe they should be way higher than eight. I don't think that's a good ranking for them. I think what's happening here is Green Bay is too high. The Aints are too high. San Francisco also, I mean, two or three is fine for San Fran. Patriots four is fine. The Chiefs are too high. Chiefs hmm. have, what, three losses, right? Four losses. Four uh, losses. Four losses. And this loss was with Patty Mahomes. Against the Titans of all teams. Which he has a 20, again, stupidity. 
So I get, I, I don't know this guy. I don't follow him. I don't watch his videos. I remember that video because Noob told me about it. Mm -hmm. And I remember going there and just telling him that he's dumb uh, for having us, whatever, 28th. Yeah. So, yeah, this is just stupid. Yeah. So once again, guys, if you want to see him on my podcast, let him know in his comment section because I've been trying to message him. I've been trying to get him to want to come on the podcast to just have a friendly debate. You know, I'm not. I'm real. You guys know me. I'm not aggressive. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes, but I'm not. I'm, I'm pretty cool. So, yeah, if you guys if you want to see it happen, you know what to do, man. Just spam his comment section because he also posted on Twitter that uh, he hopes the Texans destroy us because he's tired of seeing Ravens fans in his comment section. So well, if he wasn't so stupid, maybe people don't go there. <laughs> OK, well, there you go, guys. That's that's how we feel. Um so I guess before we leave off, we did kind of already talk about Baker Mayfield a little bit. We already shit on him quite a bit. But, I mean, we always have to close out the stream with shit on Baker Mayfield time. You guys have been asking for it. I've seen in the chat. So let's just say Baker sucks. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But right now, Baker is playing well. Um, his last interception was that toss play against the Patriots that – Lawrence guy ended up picking off. <laughs> that was yeah. as bad as the butt fumble. Man. <laughs> that was, I mean, it was, that was so atrocious. It was so, but aside from that, he hasn't really thrown a pick. I'm pretty sure that's going to change tomorrow against the Steelers because I think the Steelers are a good team uh, or defense, good defense. So, but overall, I mean, the Browns three and six, I mean, it, it's what you expected, right? Well, to be honest with you, I didn't expect them to be this bad. I expect them to be a little bit better for me. Um, but, I mean, I, I can't say I'm not happy about it because after all we heard all offseason about the Browns, about Baker Mayfield, all the commercials you see of Baker Mayfield, it seems like every week there's a new Baker Mayfield commercial. It's crazy. Yeah, for progressive, right? Yeah. And he's regressing is what he's doing, not progressing. <laughs> he's not progressing. He's regressing. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. But, yes, it would be nice. Like I see Scooby said, we need Browns to win. It would help us out a little bit more because then the Steelers would still be, um, I think, three games behind us if we do win against the Texans. So, yeah, it, it would definitely help if the, the Browns can actually find a way to pull a win out of their ass again after beating the Bills, hopefully. But aside from that, I really couldn't care less if they win again the rest of the season. Okay. Abdul, thank you for the donation. He says, if we blow the Browns out, what's their excuse? Um, oh, well, we beat you in week four, 40 to 25. Don't forget about that. Yeah, if we don't beat them by more than 16 points, they're going to say, well, the plus minus is still on our <laughs> And we yeah, can that help. Yeah, let's say that they're a four-win team by then. We can say, yeah, dude, but you have won four games. Like, plus, minus, or plus. That's yeah. all they're going to say. That's all they're gonna, That's what Quincy will tell me. Yeah. My, my boy Quincy will say, like, Sonny, but you know, I'm that <laughs> plus, minus. We are still plus. Yeah. Yeah, we, we still scored more points than you guys did. Yeah. Uh, they'll find something to say, man. It's it's. I get a different Browns fan, fan in my DMs every freaking every day. Um, so... Okay, I see a few people mentioning it in the chat, so why don't we talk about it for now, and then we'll go ahead and close out the stream. Colin Kaepernick is uh, going to be doing a workout. 
I think that the Ravens did mention that he would fit our system, but we already have enough guys. And I agree with that. I don't think that's an excuse not to sign him. I think that um, we still have RG3. We have Trace McSorley. We really have no need for another quarterback. So I don't get, because I did see some Ravens fans say, why don't we sign Kaepernick? Like, just some people are, ugh, it just has me clawing my eyes out, man. Like, what what do people think? Like, seriously. Um, and it's not, I don't have anything against Kaepernick. I know that he's a very controversial figure because of the kneeling and all that. Um, but I agree. I think that we don't need another quarterback. So I, you know, I hope he does sign with another team because I like the guy. It would be cool to see him on another team. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be mad about it at all. But yeah, for me, I think the Ravens don't need another quarterback. That's just my stance on it. I mean, why would you bring distraction to your locker room? A team that is currently rolling. Look, you bring guys like Peko and all that because they barely talk. Right. And obviously a position you need. Kaepernick is not in a position you need. You could cut RG3, but that might bring people a bad taste mm -hmm. in the mouth of the locker room. Not even, I'm saying fan base. Because RG3 is liked in the locker room. I'm sure Cap is too. But you're going to cut RG3 because you cannot keep four guys. You right. can cut early if you want. But you're going to bring Kaepernick, which he might have distraction for being your inactive guy. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. This is not against Kaepernick. Like you said, it doesn't matter what quarterback you find out there. If it has any, if it has an ounce of controversy, even if you like, even if you are in favor of his points, if it has an ounce, why would you bring him? Because he ain't going to play. See, if it was a guy that is going to play down in and down out, you're like, eh, I will take my risk versus reward. But mm -hmm. a guy that's not going to play, why would you want to bring him? Yeah, that's true. I agree. So, um, so yeah, there's our stance on it, guys. I, I just don't get – it feels like every free agent that comes up, Ravens fans are like, oh, should we, should we bring him in? Should we sign him? And it's like, come on, man, just chill out. We don't have to sign every freaking free agent that becomes available. It's like every every receiver that's available, Ravens fans want him immediately. And it's crazy to me. It's like, why? Like, seriously, why? Like, there's still people talking about they want Des Bryant, which just blows my mind. I don't get it at all. There's still Ravens fans talking about AB. I mean, that also blows my mind. And um, just a bunch of stuff, man. It's like we don't need to sign every free agent that becomes available, guys. Seriously. Just have faith in EDC. I agree. Yeah. So how do you – oh, so before we close out, guys, Sonny, how do you feel about Cyrus Jones getting waived? Your boy, he is off the team. He has signed with somebody today. Oh, yeah, he uh, – the Broncos, I believe. I think there with Mr. Flacco, you're right. I think so. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't wish nobody to be without a job. Mm -hmm. But Cyrus Jones needed to be cut. And I mean, guys, my witness and also Nubo for this one, even though we don't tweet each other that much. In that game against the Patriots, way before the the muff punts, I told I I said it publicly. It wasn't on a private message to Nubo. This guy is bad. I mean, I yeah. said, I said, like, oh, have I said how much I love uh, uh, C. Jones? Because he doesn't attack 
the damn ball. That's mm-hmm. even for me, the muff punts, it might happen here or there. Right. And my problem is we lose on average 40 to 50 yards, you know, on a game on special teams because of him. Because he doesn't just go in front and fur catches the ball. Because I think he's scared of the muff punt. So I don't know, man. I again I don't wish nobody without a job. I'm glad he found a job and an opportunity. I don't think he's a good pub returner. He might be a decent slot corner. Let the Broncos figure that out, but nah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we can go ahead and close out this podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight, joining me and Sonny tonight. We covered a lot of good topics. Um, Reminder, guys, Sonny, go ahead and let them know what's going on tomorrow. Guys, tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, go check. Me and Lou are going to be there with Locked on Texans. It's a podcast for the Texans. So we're going to have a discussion behind enemy lines. So go join us tomorrow, 7.30. So if you're not a subscriber, go ahead and subscribe to my channel. Like Newell said, uh, you can see um, – I just put a message. You can hit that my, – my logo, subscribe. Hit that bell so when 7.30 rolls in, you can go ahead, subscribe. And, guys, put comments. We can react to some of the comments. It's going to be a good discussion. We're going to do it for an hour before the game. And also, before you go, Sunday, I'm going to be at Bluegrass in Baltimore at 10.30 to 12. So come join me. Come swing by. Come say hi. There you go, guys. So make sure you hit that subscribe button on Sunny's channel. Link is in the description. So you can't miss it. You don't want to miss tomorrow's stream. It's going to be me and Sonny up against two Texans podcasters. Should be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so we'll definitely be checking that out. Don't forget to hit that like button, guys. Also, this podcast is going to be up on Anchor tomorrow as well as, I believe, Spotify. Um, I'll leave a link in the description as well for those that don't know. It should be up sometime tomorrow. If I have time tonight, I'll be putting it up there as well. Um, But yeah, definitely check that out, guys. So once again, thank you all so much for joining and we'll be seeing you again next week. So tomorrow, tomorrow. That's right. Don't forget tomorrow. We will be seeing tomorrow. That's right. All right, fellas. Thank you all. Peace out. Peace out.